Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Hello, my friend. The number is toll free, 1-866-405-8405. It's into Dr. Debbie, to Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. And uh, we're very delighted Dr. Marty Becker joining the team today. Woohoo. How did you wheel and deal that? I Are told you... him we were Oprah. Is that what you do? That's <laughs> what I do for all of them. How do you think I get these people? That's smart thinking. I know. I, t- I just call and say I'm calling for Oprah. It, they'll do anything. That's better than the Queen of England. I mean, oh, you, you'll no get kidding. more doors open for you. Oh, well, yeah. If you uh, have trouble getting your animal to the vet... Uh, he's going to have tips on making that, uh, taking the petrified, or taking, putting the pet, what did he say? Is putting the Petrifying your pet. pet, yes. Take the pet out of petrified. <laughs> what he said. It's on the way. Hey, it's on the script. <laughs> it's not on this script here. I have no idea, really. You don't know what's going you on. You don't know, yeah. Hal doesn't know what's going on. Either. I'm starting to think it's the clone doing the show. And we also uh, are going to talk to Dr. Ernie Ward. What is he up to? Well, he's locked himself inside a hot car with a big thermometer just to see what it's like in the car when Ouch. it gets hot. Just to see how hot a dog would I, get. I, he, there's a video posted of that. Is there? Oh, yeah. I saw yes, it. Yes, it's awesome. It's it's yeah. all over the internets. Yeah. That internet webby thing? Yeah. Stace, what are you working on? My dogs love chasing tennis balls at the dog park. At my lab, though, he'll stick like four balls in his mouth at once. <laughs> there was a dog, a husky dog, though, that swallowed a tennis ball whole. The poor guy. He got pretty sick. They got the ball. I'll tell you. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Have you ever had to deal with that, Doc? You know, I can top that. We had a Labrador that ate an intact roasted chicken. Wow. The whole, the whole thing went down the gullet. He swallowed it. <laughs> How do they do that? You know, he was like a snake, I think. His esophagus just expanded. (laughs) Judy just handed me this story of a guy from Paris, California. Philip Garcia, 41 years old of Paris. Where is Paris? Do you know where that is? Is I think that's down by Tulare area. Tulare Down central. Okay. Uh, He allegedly crawled naked through the doggy door into a neighboring home. So, (laughs) what are you laughing Naked. He did this naked. <laughs> Why? What was the Why, purpose yeah. of being naked for this? I just wanted to share that with you. I thought that would get get her excited. <laughs> You're excited. I hope. All I can think of is like the shot collar, all the different types of trouble that that, that guy would get into in, into uh, my house if he tried to. Go in. He'd be neutered. You got it. <laughs> Welcome back to Party Animal on Animal Radio, and thanks for having me, and thanks for joining me as always. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about a commercial. It's a very popular commercial. It, it might be about saving money on your long distance, and it's a disgruntled couple, and they're talking about how uh, he doesn't want to be committed to a phone plan. Yeah, that's it. And she says, we've been married for 40 years, and he says, 38 And he said, and you know I like variety. And she goes, we've had 11 bulldogs all named Steve. And therein lies this week's party animal. I could see getting the same breed of dog over and over, although 11 of them over a a span of 38 years, is that possible to have gone through 11 bulldogs? 
Are you feeding them? I, I want to write in to the producers of this commercial. Like, how are they going through the 11? Has Michael Vick been getting their hand, his hands on, on some of these dogs? 11 seems a bit much. Now, I'm not going to go off on a rant about the fact that they named the dog Steve, although I'm not a big fan of human names for dogs. That's an age-old rant. And I know a family who had a beloved dog, and when they replaced it, they, they named it Sport, and they named the second one Sport 2. And I, I could see the sequel. If you have a third one, just say, you know, call it Sport the Return. But to just 11 Steves? I mean, that seems, that's insulting to Steve number one, Steve number two, very insulting to Steve number three, because you know the third one's a charm, and four through ten. I mean, couldn't you call him, you know, King Steve for one, or Steve-O for the other one, or Steve-Arino for another? I, man, I would love Steve-Arino. I would love to go to a house that had a dog named Steve-Arino. Any pen, party animal, animal radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And Judy, come here and explain this to me. This guy sat in a car... For how long did he sit in a car? <laughs> he sat in a hot car for 30 minutes, and you just watch him. He's got the uh, thermometer, and you watch it go up and up, and he's sitting there just drenched with sweat. Now, why is he doing this? He wants to show just how hot it gets in a car, even just in a few minutes. Even oh, he's got the windows well, why all Why can't crap. he just, put the, just stick the thermometer in the car? And then monitor it. Well, he wanted to see what it would feel like. You know, what does your yeah, pet he, actually go through? But I mean, you know, why do you even have to do that? I mean, we've all gotten in the car on a hot day. We can't sit on the seat. It burns our thighs. It's stiflingly hot in there. I mean, it's a great experiment, though, because he shows you how fast it heats up in there. Yeah, but people still leave their pets in the car. Okay, so we're talking to this guy today? Yes. Is he still in the car? No, he got out. He's, no, he's, he's out of the car. Yes. He'll be I think somebody broke you the window. You know what? Yes. If he really wants to impact, stay in the car until death, okay? Just yeah. like the dog, just like a pet, and that'll be impact, okay? That'll really impact them. Let that everyone would be some PR. This is bad. Yes. yes. <laughs> Why don't we try that? Yeah, I'll lock all you guys oh. in the car. Oh, listen, we got Dr. Becker joining us today, Marty Becker. He's always been a guest on the show. He actually has joined the Animal Radio family today, and he's going to be talking about fear-free visits to your veterinarian, if there is such thing. How'd you, how'd you pull that off? I, you I, mean, know. This, I mean, he's, a, he's, he's big time. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just some some celebrity. I think I am anyway. Um, I, all of us, actually. You really, you got a real guy now. Yeah, well, I told yeah. him Joey Volani was on with us. You know, throw that name around, you get a lot A lot happens. I mean, you guys, you know, Judy probably had something to do with this. Yes, always um, Judy did a good job. Oh, Marty's, thank you. Marty's good. Good talent to have. Hey, Stace, what are you working on? Okay, I can almost understand if you want to look like somebody and you have cosmetic surgery. I can almost understand that. But do you think that you can try and make your dog look like you? Would you Would you put your thro- your dog through cosmetic surgery so you two can look alike? <laughs> so you're inseparable and everybody <laughs> will know that you belong together? Well, some people are doing it. Um, I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. <laughs> My dog would look like a bulldog. What doctor? Who's going to do that? Who's going to work on a dog to make him look like the owner? I can see if the owner wants to look like the dog. 
Hey, you give someone enough money, they'll do anything. Well, now, Joey, I know Listen, people come in to you and they want your their hair to look like their dog's I hair. I was just going to say that we do that. We do that with um, you know, um, just with coat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on, you're really going to cosmetically try to make your dog look <laughs> like you? I mean, that that's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. And any vet that does that needs a good slap. Oh. Yes. Well, yes. that's that's on the way. Stacy will uncover that. Remember, she comes knocking at your door. It's like the sixty minutes team. You. Don't really want don't to answer, answer it. Door. I'm looking. I got a haircut yesterday. I'm looking at it. And whoever, th- I mean, come on. I can't get a haircut like this anymore. I look like a beetle or something. I did, it's terrible. Let's uh, head on over to John. Hey, John, how are you doing? Save us. I'm good. Good, Howard. How's everybody there doing? Doing good. Great. What, what kind of animal do you got? You have an iguana or flamingo? No, I uh, I have uh, some pugs. I have pugs. pugs. Cool. I've heard of those, yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of them, she's starting to get up there, uh, I think, to, while well, we found her, somebody had, uh, just turned her loose to survive on her own, and, uh, my wife and I rescued her. Oh. And we've had her for several years now, so we figure she's probably around 11 or 12 years old, and, yeah, she's, you know, she's slowing down. Mm-hmm. You know, moving as quick as what she used to and now several years ago i did have a rottweiler uh who are famous for the hip dysplasia and a vet at the time told me i could give him one or two of the 325 milligram aspirins and yes it did seem to help him quite a bit now what uh is there any uh, problem with me, say, giving uh, the small 81-milligram aspirin to my pug? Absolutely. And I'll tell you that the honest truth is that aspirin may be a wonder drug for people, but each and every dose of aspirin that you give to a dog creates microscopic bleeding in the stomach. Every single dose. So whether or not you see a problem, you never see a problem vomiting, loss of appetite, or change in the stools, can guarantee you they've done research and shows that. So I do not advocate aspirin for dogs, um, and I certainly haven't in the last 15 years of practice. The reason is there are so many safer medications that are proven um, that can help with um, arthritic pain. So I would say throw the old idea of aspirin out the window for dogs because um, you can definitely can see problems. And the bad thing is that while it can cause some uh, relief of pain, its effects on thinning the blood can last for a week. So I can tell you that in one situation, I had a pet who was in a lot of pain. The folks had given it aspirin, and I couldn't give them anything else to help that dog um, that could really um, take away that pain for at least a week. So you can really shortchange your pet's comfort um, if we go with aspirin. So I would certainly, you know, there's some good things you can do, um, like glucosamine, uh, fatty acids, omega fatty acids are natural things that can help arthritis but if your pets kind of get if your puggy's getting to that point where we need some more arthritic control see your veterinarian for a good non-steroidal pain reliever and, and that's honestly the best thing i can advise for you okay now i have a separate question okay um the on canine and the, and their blood uh how how is their blood related to ours is it tight uh the same as, as human blood types? 
is uh, say uh, say my dog needed a transfusion. How would you know where? Uh, how would mm-hmm. that come out? Okay. Well, good questions. And, and our blood is not compatible with dogs. So, <laughs> so a lot of folks have said, can I donate blood for my dog? And no, you can't. Um, but there are different um, blood groups and there's about 12 different blood groups, but there's really in dogs, there's one group that's most uh, significant when we're talking about blood transfusions. So that one group is, you know, really the biggest thing that we'll look at. So we do type in cross-match dogs when we need to give them a blood transfusion. Um, so I'd have to say most folks don't have their dog pre-tested. Um, but it is certainly something that we're aware of if a pet's anemic or has been in an injury and, uh, you know, we get into something where we need a blood product. Um, and, and, you know, cats too, you know, they definitely have their blood groups as well. And so they have a couple different blood types as well that we, um, you know, we watch for and we type them if they need a transfusion as well. Yeah, I, uh, I drive a truck for a living, and uh, that's just the, the, the question about the blood. Is That's something I got to thinking about. While I was just staring out the windshield here. <laughs> You're a thinker, man. You think some heavy-duty stuff out there on the road. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Dr. Debbie, and I uh, greatly appreciate the information. Thank you so much for calling, and give those pug babies a good kiss for me. This is Dr. Debbie. We're all here waiting for your call at one 405 8405 Yeah, I love the way that guy talked. That was a great question. I never even thought about that. I know. Which, I could answer it. Yes. I guess that's what the school is all about, you know. <laughs> that guy had a real yeah. interesting sound, though. You know, the way he talked, it was really funny. Did he say where he's from? No, he no. didn't. No. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. This is Greg Biffle on Animal Radio. And remember to spade and neuter your pets. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first hotel company to welcome pet guests, goes way beyond just allowing them to stay. Kimpton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., and other major U.S. cities, stay at Kimpton Hotels. Find us at KimptonHotels.com. And while you're at it, enter your pet's photo in Kimpton's third annual Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest. It was the moment I realized I was about to lose my job. I found myself searching for pills instead of just being with my family. At that moment, I finally decided to get help for my addiction to opioids. The prescription painkillers. At TurnToHelpNow.com, you'll learn that opioid dependence is a real medical condition and that there are different ways to get help, including those in a private setting, without the need for daily visits. That moment led me to TurnToHelpNow.com. Make now your moment. Visit TurnToHelpNow.com today. 
What a great family vacation. And we saved so much money with Hotels.com on our amazing hotel. Oh, shh. Don't say that in front of the vendors. If they know that we have extra money, it will be a feeding frenzy. <laughs> Hot dogs, popcorn. How about some cotton candy? It's okay. Oh, boy. I can mix you any color you want. Commemorative lunch boxes. You need three. The Hotels.com summer sale. On now through August 12th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 40%. Hotels.com. Finding you the perfect place at the perfect price. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Have you entered your picture yet of your cutest pet for the Kimpton Hotels Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest? Voting goes... What is it? Another week? Voting for another week. So you only have another week to get this, get your pictures in. What, ten, days. The, ten days. Ten days? Eleven days. I think it goes to the 31st. Up for grabs, the ultimate hospitality getaway includes three nights at a Kimpton Hotel, airfare, courtesy of JetBlue. Thanks, guys, for that. And uh, we get to pick out of the final 20. You get to vote for 20. Go to Facebook and vote. There's a link from the front of AnimalRadio.com. And then we get to pick from the final 20 there. And uh, hopefully there's some interesting... I know there's some weird-looking animals up there right now. But I'm I, looking for personality. I, I really that think that's want? what I'm going to be looking for. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Alan? Anybody can put a hat on their dog, and it'll look funny. But I'm sorry. The bumper music put me back in the 60s. Well, who are you people? <laughs> Wake up, Alan. <laughs> what am I looking for? I'm, I'm looking for dogs that have wacko hair. Wacko hair. We I like you, wacko you hair. You guys keep saying dogs. It's not limited to dogs or cats. It's all kinds of animals, so don't. Go in there narrow-minded to think it's going to be a dog. Yes, last I'm year there sorry. were some strange animals, too. There's cows, there's pigs, there's ferrets, there's rabbits. It's all kinds of animals. Any Horses? lobsters up there? There could be. Could be. You just don't <laughs> I, know. I have an attack lobster. You know, and I've seen, I think some of the more unusual ways that people dress up their animals are actually guinea pigs. I've seen a lot of guinea pigs in outfits. It's really, it's this crazy, like, cult, like, uh, following people do. Dressing um, your guinea pig up. What could go wrong there? Wasn't that on Stacy's News last week about the oh, guinea yeah. pig with the armor that passed away? So he was selling it on eBay. The whole armor set with the helmet and all that for his guinea pig. Wow. I know. one 405 Toll free to the Dream Team. Could be animal communicator Joy Turner you want to talk to? Bridging that gap. Dog father Joey Villani, who has made Ladybug look spectacular. Today. Shiny, she's blinding. You need your sunglasses. Dog trainer Alan Cable or veterinarian Dr. Debbie all here for you. And let's go to Lee. Hey, Lee, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Garden Grove. The L.A. area. What's up? Yes, sir. Uh, got a question. I have, uh, we've got three different, we've got three dogs. We've got, they're all, they're all uh, uh, teacup chihuahuas. How cute. Uh, I have one, and both of my daughters have one, both for the same litter. All three of them are totally different. we got two ma- two females and one male. The problem I'm having is with the male. He's been neutered, but he is very aggressive towards other dogs. Not necessarily towards our dogs that we have, but other dogs. We've tried killing him, and we've tried uh, a squirt bottle. Nothing works. I don't know what how much else time, to do. How much time do you have? So he's not aggressive towards the other two dogs in the house? They get along just fine? 
they get along just fine. Well, the simple solution, if you want a simple solution, is just to not bring them around other dogs. If you want, because you know that triggers aggression. Uh, a more complex solution, if you have time on your hands and you really want to solve the problem, takes a little time and patience and understanding and consistency, but it can be done. You can do it. How much time do you have each day? About an hour. All right. If you have time to spend with your dog, I want you to take your dog for a walk every single day, about a half hour walk. Do you have a dog park near your house? Mm, yeah, not too far. In the, inside that dog park, do they have a, another little area where they, you know, they you can put the little dogs that's fenced off, kind of? No. Okay. Well, you can you can start by walking your dog. I want you to walk your dog for a half hour each day for about two weeks. Take your dog for a walk. Bring your dog in the house. You know, put him in a nice quiet place before and after for about 10, 15 minutes. Don't talk to your dog. Just take him for a walk. Then I want you to start walking near the dog park, okay, and progressively getting closer to it. Well, what you're going to be doing is walking outside the dog park. And when you observe your dog getting anxious, you turn and walk the opposite way. And you give your dog treats, too. As you walk towards the dog park and he's behaving, you say, good dog, give your dog a treat. And the object of this game is to get your dog closer and closer to the dog park without experiencing any aggression. But it's going to take you time. Now, eventually, you want to work your way up to being inside the dog park with other dogs. And you'll be able to do this step by step. If you have a little, uh, what would you, setback, then you just start the process all over again. So you're going to walk your dog near the dog park and just make no big bones about it. You're going to walk in a circle around the dog park, each day getting a little bit closer. When your dog exhibits aggression, just move your dog away from the dog park. When your dog is calm and behaving, just say, good dog, and give your dog a treat. And over the course of a couple of months, you're going to notice that your dog gets less and less aggressive and more comfortable because your dog is getting near and close to the dogs progressively over time, and you're associating it with good things. You're praising your dog. You're giving your dog treats. You're not doing negative behaviors. You're setting your dog up for success. And that's what we like to do here. We like positive motivation. We want your dog to succeed, not fail. Right. Okay. Now, yeah, that that sounds like it might be pretty pretty easy to do. But why is it just the male that's this way? Well, you know, all dogs are different. And, uh, you know, your dog, the male dog, He's, you know, dogs are aggressive for so many reasons, buddy, but this sounds like a social aggression problem. Also, you know, like I always tell people, check the dog out with the vet, make sure there's no medical problem. But dogs interpret themselves as being the boss, you know, and they want to be in charge. And when, when a dog is in charge, what happens is the dog in his mind is protecting you. He's protecting the pack. He, he's, he's not able to be calm. He's not able to be, uh, he's not able to have a good time and just be relaxed because he thinks, oh, I gotta protect the pack. I gotta be in charge. So when you go around all these other dogs that are big, he gets a little crazy because he thinks he's your boss. You have to let him know you're the boss. You're gonna protect him. You're in charge. He doesn't have to worry about that stuff. All he has to do is be a dog. And over time, when you take your dog for a walk, you'd be amazed at the bond that it creates and the perception in the dog that, hey, this is my leader. Never never let the dog walk in front of you, buddy. He's got to be at your side or behind you. That's very important. Never let him go in the house in front of you. Always go in first. Make him sit there. Ne- never let him leave the house in front of you. Never just give him his food. Make him work for his food. Make him wait a minute or two. Be in charge of it. All these little subtle cues in the dog world tell a dog, you're in charge, not him. And believe it or not, that puts a dog at peace. All right, I'll give it a try and see if it works. 
Thank you. Give it a try, buddy. <laughs> it will work. Let us know if it works. If it doesn't, Alan's out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. <laughs> right on. Two weeks' ass. notice. I'm gone. I'm flushed down. I'm gone. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Lee. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 to connect with our dream team here at Animal Radio. For Animal Communicator Joey Turner, we have David. Hey, David. How you doing? Not too bad. How are you, how you doing? Splendid. Splendid. What's going on? I have Joy right here for you. Well, I, um, I've always been wondering if my dog major, he was the first dog I ever had. If he ever thinks about me, you know. He says... Actually, he's a little confused. Do you want to know if he ever thinks about you? Mm-hmm. He says he thinks about you all the time. Don't you think about him all the time? Yeah, I do. He said, well, he needs you to understand that this is, and you have to think of this as a two-way conversation, because to him, often you will think about him when he's thinking about you. Oh, really? Yes. He says, so uh. he, he knows that you think that... You'll just start thinking about him, but a lot of the times that's because he's touching on you and he's saying hello to you and wanting to interact with you. <laughs> oh, I wonder if he's up there with my mom and my grandma, my grandpa. He says he's here with everybody because that's the way it is. Once you cross over to the other side, everybody you've ever known, all are there and they all say hi and they're all just kind of... They say, we don't all hang out together all the time, but he does spend his time with them, and he spends quite a bit of time, he says, keeping track of you. He thinks you need yeah, a lot of keeping track of. <laughs> well, I am driving all over the country. <laughs> well, that's why he thinks you need somebody to keep track of you a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I wondered, because the last time I saw my mom, I was a freshman in high school, and he... uh passed away when I was at school. He said he knows you didn't get this, but he actually came and stopped in kind of on his way to the other side. He popped in and said hello to you and said that he needed to leave and that he would always, always keep track of you. He would always okay. know where you are and what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> and he says he's I appreciate keeping his it. word. He's going to keep his word about that for the rest of your life. <laughs> All righty. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for your call, David. We appreciate your call. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. So everybody I've ever known is going to be on the other side, is what you're saying? You know, I have heard this, and I have to tell you with my own personal experience with my father, it's true. Oh, everybody wow. ever knew is there. Now I'm going to think about what I'm wearing. Little I was going to say, all those ex-girlfriends, yeah. Yeah, really. really. On that one, Hal. Yeah. So are, are all the jerks there, too? I mean, the jerks you've known, your bad bosses, your ex-wives, they're all there, too? Well, they're all there, but... You have to understand, once you leave the personality level and you're back just at the soul level, a lot of those jerks had very good reasons for being in your lives. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. When you think of Wall, you naturally think of clippers. But Wall has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. 
Wong provides a full line of pet products including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wong doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com or find Wall products at a store near you. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. It was the moment I realized I was about to lose my job. I found myself searching for pills instead of just being with my family. At that moment, I finally decided to get help for my addiction to opioids. The prescription painkillers. At TurnToHelpNow.com, you'll learn that opioid dependence is a real medical condition and that there are different ways to get help including those in a private setting, without the need for daily visits. That moment led me to TurnToHelpNow.com. Make now your moment. Visit TurnToHelpNow.com today. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. FidoFriendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Hey everybody, this is Kenny Lee Lewis from the Steve Miller Band. Just want to tell everybody out there on Animal Radio, thanks for loving your pets and loving uh, Classic Rock and supporting us. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Pets and their owners, they tend to look alike after a while. They say that people, you know, if you hang around somebody long enough, you start looking like them. And people say you start looking like your pet. Some pet owners, though, are going to extremes to prove that point. Animal expert Kim Baker says we're seeing more and more pet owners taking their pets in for cosmetic surgery. But Baker does say that rhinoplasty, that's a common and often medically necessary procedure. Like the pugs and and things like that, their noses are so smooshed in that they have difficulties breathing. So the surgery is to go in and, you know, open the nasal passages so that they can breathe better. Baker does say that a large majority of the procedures are actually medically based. She cautions, though, against trying to smooth out your Sharpay or undroop your Basset Hound's eyes or lengthen your dachshund's little legs. More than a dozen bears seem to be roaming the town of Warren, New Hampshire, and one local business owner says they're becoming such a nuisance that she's had to put out hundreds of pounds of concrete on her company dumpster. Vicki Swan said one even went inside her store within the past month and eventually walked out. Right now, authorities estimate 14 bears are wandering around Warren and people living or visiting there are urged, don't feed the bears. Delmonte Foods is facing a class action lawsuit over its Milo's kitchen jerky treats for dogs. The treats contain Chinese chicken that poisoned many dogs. It's poisoned and killed at least 360 dogs so far. The lawsuit charges the company knew the snacks were dangerous, but they decide to sell them anyway. 
British celebrity chef Simon Rimmer believes that he's come up with the world's most luxurious cat food. He told the Daily Telegraph that he worked closely with animal experts to create a once in a nine lifetimes. It's a food experience featuring roasted duck, lobster sushi rolls and caviar. The meals cost a little under $40 each. Proceeds go to the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. The first batch reportedly sold out in less than an hour, and another is being planned to meet the unexpected demand. That's insane. Uh, Caviar for your, your cat and roasted duck, lobster sushi rolls? I'm hungry. Sharp fin soup, as long as we're talking food, it's on its way out in California. The Golden State's going to start enforcing a ban on shark fins. The delicacy is a mainstay at Chinese weddings and other special occasions. Lawmakers in 2011 passed a ban aimed at slowing the decimation of shark populations around the globe. Opponents have filed a challenge with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in hopes of putting the sea-dwelling predators' fins back on the menu. Leave them on the animal where they belong. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterandSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Did you get Abe Lincoln's Snapchat? It totally emancipated my thinking. Yeah, people didn't realize that he wasn't just a progressive leader. He was also a humorist. And that Spotify playlist from Brahms put me to sleep. Marie Antoinette keeps posting pics of cake, hoping people will like her. I totes commented, hashtag abolish monarchy, hashtag guillotine. What a drama queen. Alex Bell keeps tweeting at me. Just because he invented the phone doesn't mean he can keep blowing up mine. Smartphones are like tutors that work 24-7. So send your student back to school with a smartphone from Sprint. Buy one Samsung Galaxy S4 for $199.99 or a Galaxy S3 for $99.99 and get the same model free after $50 mail-in rebate. Make the most of your new phones with unlimited data and 4G LTE, all while on the Sprint network. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com. Offer ends A1513. Rebate via reward card. Coverage and offer not everywhere or on all plans. Subject to two-year agreement, credit, activation, and early termination fee. Excludes taxes, network use, rules, and restrictions apply. See store for details. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. 1-866-405-8405 is the number to our Dream Team. Who is that Dream Team, you say? Animal communicator Joey Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr. Debbie. Let's tee up another one for Dr. Debbie, one 405 8405 All three of those lines are for Dr. Debbie? Which one? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. My mother said, no, there's got to be a more scientific way. How about this one? <laughs> Hi, Dolly. How are you doing? 
I'm doing okay. How about yourself? You know, there was a Stan and there was a George on the other line, but I just liked your name better, so that's why I picked this line. <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> and I look like a doll. I may be 67, but I don't look it. Oh, you certainly don't sound it either. What's going on with you? My cat. I, lo- I love animals. I love all kinds of animals. I mean, I pick them up, bring them home, three legs, no <laughs> legs, whatever. Fine homes for them. But um, last year, uh, a, a stray cat, I live in a trailer park, okay? And a cat had kittens. She only had three little kittens. But the runt, she would not feed him. And, and he was next door... And um, the guy wouldn't get him for me. I got in this big argument. Anyway, I finally got the kitty. And I call him Smarty Pants because he is smart. He watches. When I get up in the morning, I wash my face. He's sitting on my sink. He's watching me wash my face. He watches me put my makeup. He follows me like a child. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And and, and, uh, in the morning, he'll uh, when I lean forward, he rubs my nose like I'm his mommy because I am. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he'll just grab a hold of it. But (gasps) what Smarty Pants does, and he's, I mean, he's just a little kitten, but he scares me because he, I had him neutered and, uh, he'll, he'll eat, you know, and he'll go out maybe for an hour or two or sometimes just a half hour. And it's like, he's telling me he owns me because he'll come in. And if I do not, I'm, I know, I know when he wants a nibble. It's not that he wants a whole plate. He just wants me to put some food out for him. Okay, so I let me ask you, can I, I'm going to interrupt yes, you. When he asks you for food, do you give it to him? Well, yeah, because he bites me, or, 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 or I'm, he claws me and bites me. I got witnesses. Oh, dolly, I got dolly, witnesses. Dolly. They get mad at me because I feed him. I said, what do you want me to do? He's going to claw the heck out of me. All right. Well, he's got you trained. He's got you trained, darling. He, he's, he's telling you what he wants. You've got it. You've got this whole that. thing figured out. But, so you but, need to but, stop it. But I don't want to get bit. And he, I mean, he he swipes me. I mean, you know, I don't. Trailer's not very big. My table's okay. right there, and I mean, sometimes I don't move fast enough, and he lays into me. And like I said, okay. he's got such a sweet nature. Other than that, it's like he has never. When he plays with my hand, he'll get my hand. He never uses his claws. But when stop, he gets Dolly! My hand stop! In his mouth, he okay. Okay. Me. Dolly, I have to interrupt you again because you are describing all of the things that are causing the problem. So when when he's meowing or he's demanding food, you give it to him. When he's yes. playing, he's biting he's your bite hand. Me. Never, never, never. This is very similar. I'm sure Alan can relate with dogs. Absolutely. We, we do not ever want your hand to be a plaything for a cat, and certainly not one who is very um, bite motivated. So we need you to stop, and we're going to retrain you. <laughs> this is this is where it all starts. I need retraining all around. Okay. Well, great. We can do this. So grateful. Okay. So we can do this. And what you're going to need to do is about three to four times a day, I'm going to ask you to schedule playtime 
with him. And playtime is going to be where your hands are not part of the playthings. You need to get different style toys, sometimes the feathers toys that are on the little wires, things with an extension where your hands are not in the direct line of fire. And we want to schedule that playtime and then have different uh, toys that you're going to vary because cats get bored. You can't expect them to play for 10 minutes with one toy. They're kind of like, come on, give me something else. This is really boring. So you got to have like a repertoire. So you got to have like three to four different toys during that five minutes to 10 minutes and you're going to play with them. Now, what you need to do is you need to be very savvy at reading his behavior because a lot of cats, when they're really overstimulated and they're going to bite out of just excitement, you're going to notice differences in his body language. You may notice his ears. You may notice his eyes darting back and forth, looking in other directions. What you need to do is stop that playtime and give him something edible. Give him something to do. Some great uh, toys that are out there where you can hide food in them. You can actually take just a cardboard box and cut out holes and put food inside there. And you redirect your kitty to that after your play session. So that gets you out of the loop so he won't come after you and attack you. Very, very important for a kitty that bites. Um, and then you want to make sure you do this, like I said, three to four times a day. And how long is that, that three to four times? I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I'll play with him all day. I don't care. I just, I love the cat. I, I mean, he sleeps on my belly or he sleeps in my mm. face or, you know, and um, he has an, uh, I've never really had a cat growl at a person, but there was somebody in my backyard at night, and I can't see because it's dark, but he growled, and when I looked, there was somebody out there. Yeah. Well, you know what, Dolly, every cat's a little different. So I can't say, I would say some kitties, it may be a two minute play session and they're starting to get kind of wired and out of control. And so that's when you're going to need to to cease that play session. Other cats, you can take to 10 minutes. So you'll probably need to work on two to three minute play sessions and do that several times a day. Um, And it's important. We don't want to, after this play session, we don't want to lock them up. We don't want to like put them in isolation because that's not really going to achieve anything. So you want to make sure you give him something else to do usually food-motivated type things. That's going to be the really important thing. And, you know, in some situations, this might be a great reason a veterinarian would recommend a second cat. He's looking for food, but this time, I'm sorry, forgive me, I want to get bit, so I left the food a little bit in the... He's only going to take four or five bites. All right, well... if I didn't have that out here, he would have bit me and snacked me, I'm telling you. All right. Well, Dolly, there are tools you can use. So I'm going to mention something else. There is, um, there are um, automatic feeders that will dispense food and get you out of the loop. And that is something you can get one of those, put a battery in it, and you can have it dispense food six times a day for him. And it's a great way for a cat that is biting a person for food to get your hands out of this whole situation and for him not to be dependent on you physically for the food. Now, I'm going to tell you to give food as a reward after your play session, but at other times you you do not want to be the one putting it down after his demands. It's going to take work. So you, you just got to find that strength from within. Okay, Dolly? Well, yes. I, they love temptations. I have more than one cat. I actually have three. I rescued two. But the trailer park people don't like take care of their cats, so I do. Monday comes over here, sleeps with me. Well, they know and they know your number. They all have your number. They know yes, exactly. They do, and I will feed them. I'm not going to have them go hungry or thirsty. Okay, Dolly, you do. I will go hungry before they will. Okay. Aww. You're, you're, Bless your heart. Yes, you are. 
Give him a big old hug from all of us. And thanks for calling and listening to Animal Radio. It's toll free. 1-866-405-8405. Gosh, I'm glad she has cats and not dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was listening to you, Dr. Debbie, thinking there's no way you can help this lady because there's just too much emotion involved. She's going to tell you mm-hmm. stories and he's so nice. He does this, but he grabs a hold of my neck and draws blood. <laughs> only happens once a day when he's mad at me. the sweetest thing, though, otherwise. Really is. I woke up the other day and had a knife on me, but he's so sweet. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. like Christmas in July, Joey Volani, our very own Santa, in his hands, toting some of the wall product, including the no-rinse shampoo, the oatmeal shampoo. What else? The Oda Neutralizer. All good stuff. You know this Oda Neutralizer? Um, last week, um, a friend of mine, um, their pet got sprayed by skunk, and oh. um, they used it. And they, You know, it's really easy to use around the face, and they put it on, and, and actually took the skunk smell off of the dog's face. Um, worked really good. You know, I listen, I don't have to say anything about the no-rinse, because you guys know I, I carry it with me all the time. I even use it on myself. Um, it's great it for work good. It's the best. And we have so many truckers that um, that, are, that are traveling around the country. And you know what? Their dogs, they let them out. They roll on something. They get in something. And it's not conducive sometimes to bathe the dog. It goes to your groomer. And if you keep this little um, you know, spray bottle, you spray it on, you towel it off, you brush comb it, and you're done. Dog smells good. It's clean. You know what? You're back in the truck. You're up and running. You didn't miss any time. Your boss isn't mad. See that? I solved everything in all one shot. You're like that. You know, you're a giver is what you are. I'm a giver. I am a giver. And the next thing I'm ready to give here is the shampoo. Okay, now this shampoo smells so good, you're going to want to use it in your own hair, but it's made for your pet. Okay, you probably could, but um, it's made for your pet, so I don't want to get, get your dog or cat jealous because they're going to smell so good, they don't want you to smell like them. And um, it's an oatmeal shampoo as well. It's very, very um, gentle on the pet skin. Um, it's good stuff. It's also a um, concentrate when it needs to be, or they've made it where you can actually use it directly from the... Um, from the container itself, and it's not going to hurt your pet, and that's pretty rare in this industry. Let's go ahead and give away some of the neutralizer and the shampoo right now. Give some to Alan. You know, Joey, I learned so much from you, dude. I've made all the mistakes that you talk about. I shaved my dog down without sterilizing my clippers. I I took his undercoat away. I feel bad now. I feel awful. I I, I didn't know anything. And now it's too late, Joey. What do I do? I do 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 the same thing. I do the same thing when it comes to training. So we're even. So don't feel bad because I don't feel bad. You know, I never even groomed any of our dogs or any of our cats before Joey Volani got in here. Didn't know where you were Didn't supposed know. to, huh? Let's uh, go ahead and give some of this wall stuff out right now. one 405 8405 That is toll-free. Anywhere in the... Uh, I believe it's anywhere in North America that you can call it. Uh, we have the odor neutralizer. We have the oatmeal shampoo, the no-rinse waterless shampoo. And for a shelter out there, if you're a shelter that's trying to adopt animals and you need them to look really good, I'll give you one of these lithium-ion rechargeable pet clipper kits from Wall. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. 
We've heard about leash laws for dogs, but Cindy Deasy from Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, wants a leash law for cats. Dog owner Deasy says she wants cat owners to be as responsible as dog owners. She said her dog was seriously hurt twice while chasing a cat from her yard. She is among those tired of cats wandering the neighborhood, damaging plants, tearing up lawn furniture, and using their lawns as litter boxes. Deasy says, "If my dog was digging up people's gardens and peeing and leaving animal parts, people would be up in arms." In response to the complaints, the city is considering picking up roaming cats, but they haven't decided on a cat leash law yet. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Let's uh, let's go to Jason. Hey, Jason, how are you doing today? All right, how are you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Where, where in Pennsylvania is that? Uh, about twenty minutes inside of Reading. Oh, okay, so probably listening on WEEU, and I appreciate That's it. Correct. Well, I understand you have a dog issue, and I have Alan Cable. He can fix any vexing dog issues you have. Promise. Okay. You ready? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. I have a a, a lab Rottweiler mix. Um, and to give you our schedule, um, we both, both me and my wife work, um, seven o'clock in the morning, dogs go out, they go to the bathroom, they come in, um, they're in their room until I come home at three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I take them out, they go potty, they come in, they eat their dinner in between three and eight, eight o'clock at night. Me and my wife take them out, they go to, they go to the bathroom, they do their business, they both, they both go, I have two dogs, anyway, two labs, but the three year old, Lab is what I'm talking about. Um, they both do their business, come back in, um, and every night I she she still goes to the bathroom on the floor. It's like a every night thing. I don't know how to stop her from doing it. Where does she go to the bathroom? On the floor. I know where where the same spot every time or a different spot or carpet uh, hardwood. Well, we uh, we had her up with my son up in his room for a little bit, and yes, it would be in the same spot every time on the steps. Um, and then just last night, we figured, you know, let's, I, I just put new carpet in my son's room, so I didn't want her to stay up there, so I let her stay down with, with me and my wife and my other dog, and she still wound up going then in my daughter's room on the floor. Yeah. So it's and, like, and I want to put new you, carpet in, in I want to put new carpet in in there, but I'm afraid to because she's going to keep going to the bathroom on the floor. When you, when you find it the next day, do you get mad at her? No, I can't because it's, how can I get mad at her? I wasn't there when she did it. Okay, very simple. Um, first of all, uh, how many hours is it between the time you go to bed and wake up that she gets to go again? How many total hours does she, uh, you know, is uh, she not supposed to? We go to bed, we take them out at 9 o'clock, and then my wife is taking them back out at 7 in the morning again. So okay, nine, do, you, do, you take, do, you, do you take their water away? Do you, t- do you leave water yeah. out during the night, or do no. you take it away? No water, no food. Okay, and so you let her have free run of the house too. She can go wherever she wants. Uh, just just on the second floor. She's just not, on the uh, second we floor. Have a, we have a baby gate across the the top of the steps. She's not allowed to go downstairs. She just stays upstairs okay. with me and the wife. First, first thing is, uh, have you taken her to the vet to make sure nothing's wrong? I have not. 
Okay. I, I would start there, and if there's nothing wrong, and there probably isn't. The second thing you're going to do, it, it's a very simple thing. It's going to make you uncomfortable for a couple of weeks, but it will work very well. When this happens, you kind of got to retrain your dog, repotty train your dog. So first thing you're going to do is get a good enzyme cleaner at the pet food store that's designed to take the scent totally out, and you're going to clean all the areas where the dog is gone that you know about so that she's not tempted to go back to those areas. The second thing you're going to do is confine her to a crate, a kennel, or a room, maybe your room, uh, so that you can hear, and she wakes you up if there's activity, and she can let you know she has to go. But the best thing, put her in a crate overnight to start with. And what you're going to do is you're going to wake up, let's say you go to bed at 9, you're going to wake up at about 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're going to let her out. And every night, you're going to do that for about 4 days, and then every night after that, you're going to lengthen it by about 15, maybe a half hour. So for a week at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're going to get up, you're going to let her out, you're going to go back to bed, put her in a crate. And then you're going to do it at 2.30, and then you're going to do it at 3 o'clock, and slowly you're going to work your way up to the time you normally would let her go out, and that should pretty much solve your problem. Okay. You're going to teach her uh, slowly when it's okay for her to go out, where it's okay for her to go out. So when you take her out late at night, no talking. Put her on the leash, take her out yourself on a leash. You get out there, you go, go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom, or whatever it is you say. Pee, whatever it is, whatever words you use. Go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. All business, as soon as she goes and is finished going, good dog, give her a treat. Go back in the house, put her in her crate, go to bed. You said it would be okay to just keep her in the room instead of crating her? Well, for some reason, you you seem to be adverse to the crate, but the crate is yeah. a wonderful th- the crate is a wonderful thing. Uh, it, it really is. There's nothing harmful or bad about a crate. Dogs actually love crates, and that's why they like to lay under coffee tables and they like to go in small confined spaces because it reminds them of their den. So a crate is actually a good thing. And if you want to, you can leash her up to your bed so that she's right yeah. there with you. But right. I would use a, I would use a crate and, until you can okay. trust her. What were you going to okay. say, Deb? Oh, I was just going to say, Ellen, I think, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned to, to see the vet to make sure there's not anything going on urinary wise because actually female dogs can develop some incontinence problems that can present themselves usually when they're sleeping and lying down. So talking to your vet, having that checked out would be definitely an important step before you start, um, you know, getting really uh, into a vigorous training program. And, and the crate, um, I, I, I endorse that as well because if she were having accidents in the crate, you know, I've got more argument for that situation that you got a health problem there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you should always, with, with any kind of problem with bathroom and going to the bathroom and urinating and stuff like that, always take your dog to the vet because, you know, it could be a physical problem that she has. Right. That's and where this you start. Number two, she's not peeing. Oh, she's pooing. Yes. It's not, it's not urine. And well, you know what? The, the thing about you, it is, is every time that we take her out, she goes. It's not like we take her out and she, she messes around or anything. She goes out, she does her business, and we come in. So it's not. Yeah. It's not like she's not going. So she she does number two when you take her out at night. Every yes, every night, every time, you know, between eight and nine o'clock at night on schedule. You know, we we, we keep a tight schedule. We both work. We you know we have we have schedules. Well, and, I mean, do me a favor because you know it, obviously she's not getting it all out. So stay out there with her a little bit longer. Stay okay. out there a little. Allow her to sniff around. Let her take her time. And let her go more than once, because I'll bet you she probably has to. She's probably conditioned to go, and then you go in the house. If you right. stay out there a little bit longer with her, no talking, just stand there, let her sniff around, be patient, and, and she goes again, then tell her what a good dog she is. I, I suspect 
that will help as well. But you've got to take control of the situation so that you can teach her and train her, retrain, rehousebreak her again. And the best way to do that is with a crate or to have her confined to a space that's very close to you so that you can hear her rustle when she has to go. If she right. goes and she does, and you don't wake up, you're gonna you need to use a crate, buddy, because it's not mean. Trust me, she'll love it in there. You know why? Because you're always happy to see her when you open the door. They associate it with good things. Alrighty, I'll give that a try and see what happens. Thanks for your call today, Jason. Good luck with that. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Well, don't you know it? This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Check out their brand new intro pack. This is a great way to see what flavor your dogs will love. They have the Chewy's chicken flavor, the Simply Venison Dinner, Stella Super Beef, Duck Duck Goose, and the brand new Phenomenal Pheasant Dinner. The intro pack is available for $4.99 where you get your Stella and Chewy's. And learn more over at StellaandChewy's.com. portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. You know, pet grooming can be easy, and I just learned this, it can be pain-free. With Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos, pet owners and pet professionals, well, they prefer Wall. W-A-H-L Pets.com to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, I see that your uh, poison ivy has subsided. I was going to... Uh, you wanted me to kiss your boo-boo last week, and I'm back to yes. kissing your ring today. That's okay with you? Yes, um, it, it, it definitely subsided a little bit there. So, um, it's, But you know what? I'm, I'm, it's still popping up in, in places, like um, out of nowhere. Are you so sure it's poison, ivy. That's it's all poison ivy? It's poison ivy. So anyway, you know, you dirty minds. That's not what I mean. But you know, I found some on the back of my leg, on the back of my neck, and you know, every now and then it just pops up. Anyway, you know this music. I don't know since James Gandolfini died. No, I mean, it's um, I don't know. Well, what do you want it's, now? It's, it's well, a we could we could get you the Menomina song if you. Maybe prefer. we got to go back to the Godfather. Who knows? I don't know. So listen, I got a um, I got an email from a groomer for, in Canada. Uh, uh-huh. Her name is Marie Taylor, and she sent me a picture too. She's damn cute. Really? I wasn't married. I'd be yeah. I'd be taking. They're right sending up to Canada, you their pictures um, now. They're sending me their pictures. She's a big fan, and um, what she wanted me to talk about. Which is actually really fitting, um, not so much here in California because the weather's been, you know, pretty nice, but the rest of the country, it's pretty damn hot. Hot, hot. Um, hot. It's, yeah, it's been brutal. I know I talked to my family back in Jersey and they hit, um, almost a hundred a few days Holy in a row all over the past Glad you're not weeks. there anymore, I bet. You know, it's, um, you, there's things you miss and things you don't, and that's definitely, um, 100 um, <laughs> degrees and 100% humidity. You don't miss that. You don't, you don't, you don't miss. Yeah. But anyway, she wanted me to talk about, you know, people coming in and, you know, shaving their pets down and because they think it's going to help, um, with the heat. And this is something I've, sp- I usually speak about every summer. Listen, um, your pets were blessed with the most perfect thing, and that's their coat. And their coat is an in- is insulation. And if 
prepared properly, okay, by just brushing and combing and getting out all that dead hair and getting out that undercoat, they have the best insulation possible because what it's going to do, it's going to cool them off in the summertime because it's going to release the heat. And in the wintertime, it's going to keep the heat that it needs down close to the pet itself, to the skin, and keep them warm. When you take that away, um, two things happen. Number one, usually when you clip a dog down, whether you're doing it yourself or the groomer does it. Now, I hate to say this, but most groomers are lazy, and they're not going to take out the undercoat <laughs> first, which they should do. They're going to actually clip it down. I wouldn't do it that way because all you're doing is you're leaving everything behind. So even if it's a half inch long, you're leaving all that there. So that's just trapping all that heat. Or if it's cold, it's um, you know, it's it's not it's not working properly. Nothing's working properly. So you got to get that out. Now by cutting it short, what you're doing is you're eliminating the natural protection that your pet has. So what you want to do is if you want to keep your dog at, at a shorter length, keep it at a medium length. And or the other thing is is don't shave them down to the skin. Now, I use the word shave because everyone understands that most groomers are cringing because we don't shave, we clip. Mm-hmm. But when you cut a dog short, they get sunburned just like we do. So the chances are if you're really in a real hot climate and you think you're doing the right thing, your dog is going to come down with a bad case of sunburn. So we'll just, you know what, if you want it short, keep it at an inch or longer and get all that dead hair out and, you know, you'll have a happy pet. I saw a Pomeranian yesterday. Was it a Pomeranian with a line? It was a Pomeranian, and he had the hair around his head and to his shoulders, and then past his shoulders it was, was all shaved. Cut. How'd it look? It looked cute. But he needed he needed a pom-pom okay. tail or something on his face. But he's going to be sunburned. Yeah, he's going to be sunburned. Well, you know what? The other thing is this, because I, I kind of like that haircut on them dogs if they're done right. They make sunblock for pets, you know? So, I mean, if you really need to have it, you can go out and you can go to your <laughs> local pet store or, or one of the big chains, and you can find um, you could find sunblock for pets. If you can't find it for pets, um, use the same that they use on, on, on babies, something that's, um, you know, what's gonna, it's not going to be very um, toxic to them. The stuff that we put on ourselves really sometimes gets them sick. So you don't want to use um, just regular old sunblock. Um, use something that's, you know, made for pets if you can or, or for um, babies and infants. There you go. Joey Volani on Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And as we didn't have enough people on the dream team, joining the family today, Dr. Marty Becker, and he'll be reporting on, what is he reporting on today? Do you know? He's trying, on having stress-free pet visits for your Vet. to go to the vet. Oh, yes. okay. I like that. That's take great. Take the stress out of it. Is it stress for the vet or stress for the pet? <laughs> well, both. <laughs> I know Ladybug, she doesn't really like going to the vets. And no, every time you come shakes. into the studio, she shakes a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if it's no. your, if, you, if there's a smell that you have, Dr. Debbie. I think, so. I, I think it's a vibe. I actually went to a friend's house for a shower once, and I'd seen her dog in the office, and the dog looked at me and, like, backed away, and just like everyone else she accepted, <laughs> and she was just, like, totally terrified of me. I was like, oh... Really? It's not very conducive, you know, the vet, because those, those exam rooms are so tiny, and the dog feels threatened and cornered once he gets in there. There's no escape, and in comes the vet and the assistant, all these people he doesn't know. And, <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Oh my gosh. I would be frightened. That's why I haven't been to a dentist in uh, 25 yeah, years. You know? <laughs> 
Uh, you guys are looking at me like you've been to a dentist last week. I know most people listening right now haven't been to a dentist in five years, but we're scared. We don't want to have pain inflicted, and that's the, the dogs or cats are thinking the same thing. I'm sure. You know, the dentist is scary. You know, I just spent Fourth of July desensitizing my dog to fireworks. He's terrified of fireworks. It was it was awesome. How did it go? Because they it went well. He's not scared of fireworks anymore, and it, it was it was fantastic. I just took him to the dog park during fireworks. I played with him during fireworks, and now he's like associating fireworks with me having a good time with him. So he's not afraid of them anymore. So while you were supposedly sick with enchilada food poisoning, you were out playing with your dog, is what you were saying? <laughs> what, is, what is this enchilada uh, yeah. food poisoning nonsense? You know, I was with Bear Grills. We were in the junkyard living with dogs. You know, I was doing my experiment, my sabbatical. <laughs> well, you're back, and we're happy to have you back. one 405 8405 for the doctor or the dog trainer or the groomer or the animal communicator. And we're also going to be talking to Dr. Ernie Ward today. He's locked himself in a hot car for 30 minutes to see what it's like when a dog is locked in the car, just for a few mm-hmm. seconds, to see how hot it is and what happens. Um, we'll find out what his craziness is all about coming up right here on Animal Radio. Stacy, what are you working on? Can you imagine betting on this horse at, at Belmont Park, and then um, the horse comes in first, but... It can't be a winner because the jockey wasn't on the horse. I'll tell you about it coming up. That's pretty much the whole story, but I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. It was a fail for the jockey and actually a fail for that tease, really, because you did give the whole story. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hit the phones. Hey, Paula, welcome to the show. Hi. What's going on with you? Actually, um, I um, I sent Judy a fax so you guys can kind of know what's going on because... I'm not really that familiar with, you know, the eardrums and all that. But my dog, he he's, he's Pitbull mixed with uh, Lab, I guess. But anyway, he has an ear infection, they told me. So I was trying to see if there's any kind of home remedies I can use for him or instead of spending a lot of money, oh, what could I do? <laughs> was you well, able to read it? Well, I want to know, know what, I, where, where did the facts come from? Did you actually fax your animal through? No, no, <laughs> I, faxed, no I faxed a, a paper that I got from the vet. Oh, so you went to the vet, the vet, and the vet, okay, I got it, good, okay. Yeah, so basically they diagnosed your baby with otitis externa, which is the fancy word for saying an outer ear infection, um, and which is basically the outer ear canal, including the flap of the ear, as well as the deeper canal that goes down to the eardrum. Um, what I wasn't clear on is what, if any, medications that they did prescribe. Oh, gosh. They, um, it's, it's, it, it was, okay, it wasn't on there, huh? It, no, there wasn't. But, you know, a lot of when we talk about what we can do for ear infections, there's not a kind of one-size-fits-all therapy because a lot of different factors can influence one pet's ear infection versus another. When you say Labrador Retriever mix, I'm like, whoo, allergies are a biggie, and so are yeast infection in these guys. So. There's ways to try to treat these as appropriately as we can, and for me, that usually involves, I like to take a, a, a swab and I take a sample of the garbage that's inside those ear canals and look under the microscope, because that really gives us some good direction at knowing what kind of medicine are we going to need to fight this. If you're looking for just a wash or a cleaner that's going to take care of this, I'll probably tell you I can't tell you there is one, because in yeah. many cases, if we've got an actual established ear infection there's other things going on. Um, there may be allergies. There may be inflammation in that ear canal. We may need some anti-inflammatories, antibiotics, yeast medicine. So it really kind of depends on what we see physically in the ear as well as what we see on that cytology, that um, Okay, that see, that's what they did. They um, did a swab. 
They did. Okay. Do you know yeah. what that result was? Uh, actually, I thought they put it on the paper. Because usually what they do is when they do whatever, they put it on the paper. It, it's just basically kind of a general term, what they call otitis externa. So uh, this information didn't really tell me what they saw particularly, but different remedies. Again, we could get into things that are topical medications, um, sometimes the oral medications, and sometimes just even getting a good cleanser. And if we're talking about things like yeast and bacteria, in many cases, we'll look for something that has an acidifying effect. Um, so a lot of the pet products now have acetic acid, boric acid, and other agents that help to loosen up the wax and the gunk in the ear so that you can effectively clean things, um, even at home on some level. Um, so it may be a little tough to say, you know, for your pet's individual case, what I can tell you to do, but um, if you don't already have some medication in hand, I would say, you know, we need to get, definitely get down that road. We need to do what now? Get some medication going for this baby of some form. Yeah, um, So yeah. if the, if they didn't dispense that for you. Now, a lot of people will, can I do things at home that will treat infection? And I, I'm really not a fan of doing the home cookbook remedies when we okay. have an actual, when we have an actual problem. I really like to stick to sound veterinary medicine. For people who just want to do some, you know, how can I keep my pet's ears healthy in between problems, uh-huh. I'm all for doing some of those home remedies, the vinegar um, and the boric acid solutions, but not if your baby's got an ear infection. I, I think uh, your vet can probably direct you the best way to uh, to get those medicines going and to get that turned around, and then okay. we can get you on that, that maintenance regimen at home. Oh, okay, I understand. Now, where are you located? I'm in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, but you need to find yourself another vet is what I think you do, because what you did is, I'm looking at the facts now, it's one of those box store vets, and I think you need to find someone that's going to sit down with you and uh, someone a little more special for your animal. Okay, okay? This is, okay now this is PetSmart. Yeah, yes, I understand that. Okay, so you're saying, okay, I need to find me a vet. I, if you're not getting the answers that you should be getting, which I don't think you are, I think you need to find another vet. That's my personal opinion. It may not And, you know, sometimes, you. and I'm going to cut you off, Hal, because sometimes also just kind of know when to ask the right questions. And, right. you know, hopefully we've talked about a couple things that maybe if that wasn't presented to you in a certain way when you spoke to your vet, um, you know, I'm always Hal. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. And, and sometimes it's just a matter of really not kind of communicating on the same level and understanding what the vet's trying to accomplish. Um, so, you know, always, you know, raise questions. If you don't get it, why are you doing this? Why do I have to, you know, use your product versus something I can't just do at home? Um, you know, really, um, don't be afraid to ask questions like that. And uh, I would encourage you to pick up that phone and call your vet and say, hey, you know, what do you think I need to do? And let them explain that. And then if you don't agree or you, you think they're not listening to your concerns or needs, then I'd say go find another vet. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Good luck with that. Let us know how that uh, works out with that. We appreciate you listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Doug Gray of the Marshall Tucker Band. And forever you'll always be listening to Animal Radio. Keep loving those pets. 
For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in spring. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at pet shops, retailers, or visit ProLabsPets.com. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to StellaInChewies.com. Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream, the relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. If you like painting and saving, ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during our four-day super sale, July 19th through the 22nd. With 40% off our great paints and stains and 30% off painting supplies, you can give your whole home a color makeover. But hurry, these savings are so super, they won't be around for long. Find your nearest store at SherwinWilliams.com slash sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. I I just wish Hal would be honest, that's all. Wish you'd be honest. I there's not a moment that I can be honest. You know that. <laughs> just wish you would be. I just you know this is enchilada thing. Telling people I had a bad enchilada when you tried to poison me. I mean, come on. Wait, wait, wait. You know? We thought it was Joey that was trying to poison you. Uh, That's what we found out last week. Joey, you said that it was Joey, didn't you? That's the. Uh, me? That's oh, the, sure, I did. Hell. <laughs> That's the second time he's tried to poison me, and this time there was no good reason. What's my motive? What? What? I don't know. Do I, have? I don't. I think you're jealous. I think. Of me. I, I think, think he was upset. That you weren't there the past week. That's what I think. I think he said, okay, I'm going to fix him. We're going to put him in the toilet for about an hour or two. We truly missed you, and the listeners uh, missed you, too. Lots of dog calls had to be answered by Dr. Debbie. I mean, she's good and everything. Where is she? she knows a lot. She sure does. They don't let me. You know what? They don't let me do um, behavior calls. They know They know that you know. I'm not the best at it. So yeah. We've seen your dogs, Joey. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, they're at it again. Some crazy person uh, spending an eccentric amount of money for their cat. Would you spend $40 for a meal for your cat? Sure. I know. You love your cat, and you probably would, but I don't know. I think it's insane. Caviar for a cat? I mean, I can give my dogs the stuff that I don't ever want to eat, and they're happy. They still wag their tail when they see me. I don't know. I'll tell you about this craziness coming up on Animal Radio News. Oh, I cannot wait. You know who we speak to a lot, usually on the phone, because he's usually a guest, is America's favorite veterinarian. Dr. Marty Becker. I was seeing if anyone would... <laughs> I didn't know if I could play. I could thought play it was someone else could play. And you know what? I said he's, he's become a guest 
so many times that now it's time he really joins the animal radio family. So I've asked him to join us, and he's now an animal radio veterinary correspondent. I welcome to the show Dr. Marty Becker. Hey, Doc, how you doing? Oh, thank you so much, my friend. What a, what a delight to be part of this great team. I think coming up around 13 years since you and I yep. first met and uh yep I remember your your heart and my heart was around helping shelter pets and you were locked in a cage somewhere along the way and I figured I got to hook up with this guy yeah <laughs> not a lot of people know this but I slept in a dog house for uh well a couple of weeks to raise money for a local SPCA and that's one of the interesting stunts that you'll do to to get attention for the animals we have a guy who's coming on in just a few minutes Dr. Ernie Ward he wants to bring attention to to leaving your dogs, not leaving your dogs in the car, especially during this hot weather when you just run into the post office. You run. He spent a week. No, he spent thirty minutes. Oh, just thirty, 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Thirty minutes. A week. Yeah, you wouldn't survive, Hal. Not in a hot car. I would have told him to stay in in there a week at least, because thirty minutes isn't going to get you any attention. I don't understand this whole degrees, thing, though. Yeah. Yes, because. I mean, since since I'm a little kid, you've been here. Don't leave the pet in the car. Don't leave the pet in the car. And and people still leave their pets in the car. What is your stunad? What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Was that Stop Italian? leaving your pets in the car. There's so many dumb people. You know, I'm one of them, so I'm I'm the leader. You're the leader of the dumb people. Why do you leave I'm your pet? Leader. You don't leave your pet in the car. Of course not. I leave my car and my pet. Much easier to do. I understand that, Doctor Becker. You're going to talk to us this week about fear-free veterinary visits. That's what it says up here on the marquee. I don't think there's such a thing. I've never taken an animal to the veterinarian that hasn't been fearful of going to. I mean, they just associate the office with bad things. In fact, when Doctor Debbie comes in the studio, they smell her and they'll exit the studio. <laughs> Is what they'll well, do. well, you know what? I, I want to take everybody back on a journey. I, I'm 58 years old, no. and I remember as a little kid, I remember going to the dentist, and it had this clove-like smell that I could. So right now, if you just think of the way the old oh, dentist office oh, smelled, yes. oh, yeah. it was off-putting. There was a little basin to your left that was swirling water. You know, there was no dental technician there beside the the dentist. And when they worked on you, there's this whirling drill with belts that were these weird angles that would drive this drill. And in my family, there was four, two two sisters and one brother, so two boys, two girls. Half of us couldn't go to the dentist after being in there for kids. We hated it. And uh, I luckily, I didn't mind it, but my brother and one of my sisters absolutely refused to go to the dentist because he got this phobia. And what's ha- so dentists figured things out, and now my little three-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter, Reagan, she goes in there. There's fragrance in there. There's videos oh. playing. There's special Toys. glasses you wear. There's un- I mean, we're not talking little rings like we had, dumb stuff, or a ball. They got really <laughs> nice toys. Yeah. And so they've made it now where she likes to go to the dentist. So veterinary medicine, you know, we've done a, a really good job of preventive care. We do a really good job with accidents and illnesses. But what we've ignored, really, we didn't even know this existed it, in front of our eyes, was the fear and anxiety that pets uh, face when they go to the veterinarian. Now, pet owners have known this, and that's one of the reasons why they've increasingly gone to the Internet for advice or a treatment plan and they've also bought their products and services there because it's so stressful on both the pet and the pet owner to go in and there was a recent study done by bear animal health called the bear brachy study that's been quoted a lot and in there a pet owner say 60 percent of dogs and and about 80 percent of cats hate going to the vet sure I'll tell you some of the signs, by the way. You'll see dogs that are, you know, some of them just have a rapid heart rate, a rapid respiration rate. Some are actually shaking. 
lots of them lick. They yawn. More subtle signs are kind of a hardening of the eyes, a shifting in weight, or avoiding a glance. They'll, they'll put their head down uh, between the owner's legs or looking so they, like they're, you know, an ostrich with their head in their sand. And then for cats, you know, cats are often inside the carriers. There's actually, you know, if you if you look inside there, increased increased respiration, uh, a hardening of the eyes, the ears and the tail set are down in a thing of severe anxiety. And even people that say, oh, gosh, luckily my pet loves to go to the vet. It goes in there and runs up to what's-her-name. When you actually watch them, even those pets are showing signs of fear and anxiety. They just mm-hmm. tend to be the kind of breeds like the retriever breeds that can overcome it easier than some of the smaller, smaller, more nervous breeds. But uh, they're almost all having fear and anxiety. And they literally, many of them just think they're going to die. You know, it's not that it's just uncomfortable. I'm, you know, I'm going to be killed today when I go in there. Oh, God, this not is this it. again. Yeah. So what we're doing in veterinary medicine, I'll just give you an example of uh, the two hospitals I work at in northern Idaho. But what we do, I help design a new carrier from PetMate called the Navigator Kennel. Uh, I'm not a owner, shareholder, anything, uh, you know, no financial relationship. It's just a good product mate. you like. A good product. But I was able to help them design it. The PetMate carrier... The front door swings both ways. It opens on the top, so you can put a cat in the top or, or uh, in the front. It swings both ways. When you get into the veterinary clinic, what we do with cats is we start out by having the owner put pheromones in the carrier. And they use they use three towels. Use a towel on the bottom that's frisked with, uh, with feel away, a towel that they can get up underneath, and then a towel that covers the carrier. As soon as they're brought in the hospital, they're immediately taken into an exam room. That's a feline-only exam room. There's never the smell of a dog in there. Mm-hmm. The carrier, rather than being put up on the table, is put down on the floor with the door open facing the wall. And we tell the pet owner, we give him a little sheet to explain what's happening in the hospital, that we're using dimmer lights, we're speaking in a lower tone of voice. Uh, there's pheromones in the air that they can't smell, one for dogs, one for cats. The cat can't smell the dog when the dog can't smell the cat when the humans can't smell either one. There's special music playing that's clinically proven to reduce stress. And we tell them we're going to come back in about 10 minutes because that's how long we know it takes a cat to decompress. We also put a very thick Costco towel, these really thick white towels you get at Costco. We heat them up in the, in the dryer. So on the exam room table is a thick towel that's heated. All these things that you're saying are, are really things that the veterinarian is doing. How, how do we do that? I mean, if our veterinarian doesn't apply the same practices, doesn't uh, have the towels out and, and right. such. Well, you know, it's going to put a lot of pressure on veterinarians to do this, which is a good thing. Is once you know that this exists with some things, you think, why doesn't my vet do that? Okay. Here's, here's what you can do by yourself. One is look into the, the navigator kennel. And keep the carrier out all the time. Don't put it away in the garage or in the closet or up in the attic and then take it down the day before the morning of the visit. Leave it out somewhere and make it the, the most pleasurable palace in the thing. So new, new food is given in there, new toys. Uh, also get the, get the pheromone called Feel Away. There's several brands of pheromones, but they're not all clinically proven to actually work. And Feel Away is one that is proven to work. It's made by a company called Siva. And also there's a product called Anxetane. And Anxetane is one that I dispense by the bushel basket around 4th of July. <laughs> and also we actually prescribe it for pet owners to give it 12 hours before a visit, two hours before a visit. Now you can buy that online. You don't have to go through your veterinarian if you don't want to to buy that product, but it's A-N-X-I-T-A-N-E. And it's a green tea extract. 
So it's a natural product. It's in a chewable form. And, and this is one of the things that, you know, my fellow team members here on the, on the radio probably won't believe. Cats love the taste of this chewable tablet. In oh, fact, wow. some veterinary behaviorists call it kitty crack. <laughs> and so 12 hours before the visit, two hours before the visit, give that to your dog or your cat. It comes in two sizes for smaller pets and for larger. Well, those are all great tips. And we're going to put them over at the website at animalradio.com. And of course, I encourage people to check out vetstreet.com. That's kind of like a home for you. And of course, drmartybecker.com. I'm really getting into this interweb thingy. I think it's going to take off. You think so? Yes. Okay. Got myself a MySpace page just uh, last week. Did they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dr. Marty... You know how you know you rank yes. around here? How? When when Marty talks, is like E.F. Hutton. Everyone just sits back and we listen. <laughs> when, I, when I talk, everyone's chiming in, you know, sticking their two cents in. You know, Marty, I, you, I, you rank around here. Well, thank you. You know, you know what? I've been a fan of this show for years, and it's just really nice. I mean, really, we met, we met doing work to help animals, and here we are 13 years later. We're all working together to help animals so that's a blessing if you like painting and saving ask sherwin williams and save 40 percent on paints and stains during our four-day super sale july 19th through the 22nd with 40 percent off our great paints and stains and 30 percent off painting supplies you can give your whole home a color makeover but hurry these savings are so super they won't be around for long Find your nearest store at SherwinWilliams.com slash sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. What a great family vacation. And we save so much money with Hotels.com on our amazing hotel. Don't say that in front of the vendors. If they know that we have extra money, it will be a feeding frenzy. <laughs> Hot dogs, popcorn. How about some cotton candy? It's okay. Oh boy. I can mix you any color you want. Commemorative lunch boxes. You need three. The Hotels.com Summer Sale. On now through August 12th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 40%. Hotels.com. Finding you the perfect place at the perfect price. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. A racehorse in New York is offering proof that it really is the horse that does all the work. According to the Daily Mail, a filly named Downtown Hottie crossed the finish line first in a race at Belmont Park, despite losing her jockey soon after leaving the gate. 
Unfortunately, though, the independent horse couldn't actually claim the victory because riderless horses are officially listed as having not finished at all. But downtown Hottie did win the hearts of the crowd and her jockey suffered nothing more than a bruised ego. A New York couple suing their dog sitter for allegedly taking her job too seriously. According to ABC News, Cecil and Victor Stanton recently filed a lawsuit against Beverly Jeffries. She lives in Pasadena, California. The Stantons say that Jeffries refused to return their American Kennel Club champion Samoid and even supposedly had the dog neutered. The Stantons estimate that the surgery cost them $100,000 in the dog's breeding value, but they're suing for a total of $350,000 for a breach of contract, a promissory fraud, and intentional infliction of severe emotional distress. I think the dog was probably more distressed than they were, although all the money they lost. The two parties had signed a contract earlier this year, giving Jeffrey's temporary physical custody of the dog. But it's not clear why she suddenly decided to make that custody permanent Well, she made more than custody permanent. A dog has undergone emergency surgery to remove a tennis ball after it became lodged in his abdomen. A two-year-old Husky Cross Pax needed this operation after the ball was spotted on an x-ray a week after he swallowed it. You know what? My dogs, they'll put like four balls. My um, lab, he'll stuff Jack, he'll stuff four balls in his mouth at the dog park. The owner um, had taken her pet to the PDSA in her hometown of Brighton after he stopped eating. He was sick and he became really lethargic. Well, the vet said that this was a life-or-death situation. Without surgery, it's likely that Pax would have died. As with all major operations, there are risks, but it was the only option they had. So they did emergency surgery. They carried it out. The tennis ball was removed intact, and Pax was allowed home the exact same day and recovered pretty well, although he's got a 10-inch scar. But still, that's insane. Can you imagine? Pets are being rewarded for loyalty, not just by their owners, but by airlines. Part of a growing number of pet frequent flyer programs, dogs and cats that travel on Virgin Australia domestic flights. Guess what? They can now collect points for their owners that can be uh, obtained on discounts on future flights. The animals travel and hold as usual, but with the benefit of earning participating Virgin Australia club members a minimum of 300 points. That's not bad. Your dogs can uh, get frequent flyer miles for you. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Here's a Surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. 
It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by FlexRx. Like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. And FlexRx doesn't just mask the symptoms. It restores natural joint function. FlexRx is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. How do I know that? It says it right there. That's how I know that. Let's see. We have email. No, this came in off the Animal Radio app. Very exciting. You can ask your questions right from the app. Or listen to the show. It's a free download for iPhone and Android. Just type in Animal Radio. This one, I believe, is for Dr. Debbie. It says, hi, I'm Rachel. I have a question. Really, you know, Rachel, you just go right to the question, folks. Just go right, barrel in. (laughs) Just go right for it. She says, my dog, Sasha, had back surgery. She can't move her back legs, and she's learning to walk again. Is there anything we can do to help her walk again? Oh, absolutely. And, and well, the first step is really, you know, having that surgery. But most surgeons will tell you the aftercare is even more important than having the procedure done. So, um, you know, normally with having a back surgery, a lot of times there is um, rehabilitation exercises that the surgeon or the specialty center might recommend. Um, but I can tell you the number one thing that once those sutures are out after back surgery, that the best thing you can do is actually get the pet swimming. And this is because it's non-weight bearing and it makes them um, use their limbs in, in a great range of motion. So it really allows them to kind of extend those legs and move them around. And if they can't do that, you assist them, kind of do a little support. You don't want to do this and let them sink. Um, but it's a wonderful way to build up muscle tone and to get them using those legs again. So, but beyond that, there's other things that you know can be done um, at different rehab centers. You can do underwater treadmills, um, and uh, then there's even some of the little things that you see in the the gyms and physical therapy for people. We actually use these for dogs too. Um, the balance balls, um, the little round balls where you put the front end on the ball and uh, work them to build their strength in the back legs and the front legs. So that's um, definitely something that you can do. Um, usually, you need a little instruction again from a physical therapist or a veterinarian. Um, but that and even the, the balanced um, boards, kind of those rectangular little wobble boards, um, those can be used as well for uh, dogs recovering from an orthopedic surgery. But, you know, with a back surgery, it is important to make sure you're on a good solid surface and to do it with a veterinarian's direction. So mm. I think there's definitely a lot of things that Sasha can uh, get using. Um, so hopefully that can help her out. Rachel, I don't know where you live, but where we live, they have this mobile pool that goes around from uh, house to house where, where there's dogs that are being rehabilitated for injuries. And they go out into the mobile pool. It's like one of the dog groomers units, but it's a pool mm-hmm. inside. 
and they spend a half an hour working in the pool there. That's great exercise. That's really cool. But even if you don't have a pool, you know, if you live near a body of water, um, even a stream, um, a little little brook, you know, that's all it is is really getting them to build up the strength against the the water current. So you know, you don't have to have a lot of fancy equipment. Hey, hey, Dr. Debbie, you know, the, one of those most common injuries, and my friend just did that, a cruciate ligament injury that all the mm-hmm. labs get, you know, that, what's an acceptable range? I mean, just in your opinion, when somebody's trying to get that fixed, and I know there's more than one way to fix it, what's an acceptable price range, or what, what's a normal price range for that <laughs> surgery? <laughs> you know, it, it depends a lot on the, the size of the dog. So for a small dog in my area here, they do a different technique. They do more of what they call an extra capsular technique. So that may be, you know, $1,500, maybe up to 2000 For a large breed or giant breed dog, there's a couple different procedures, and they usually involve some kind of bone implants. Um, so when they're using those, you're upwards of, you know, 2000 maybe $3,000. Wow. So um, it, it's really not inexpensive, but a lot of, I can tell you, a lot of money goes into the equipment that the, the orthopedics are using on those, on those guys. Okay. Wow. No, we paid, like... $2,100 for yeah. Ladybug's knee when she tore her ligament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those injuries can be expensive, but, you know, yes. we'll pay them. We'll do anything. Anybody that's listening right now will probably pay that if they could to fix their animal or to help their animals. Because that's, you and know, we think of this family. Yeah. It's a great argument. And, and you know, I there's there's good and bad with pet insurance, but this is a great argument. That kind of injury, it, it is so expensive. Um, pet insurance can really make a big difference in helping to defer that cost. So, it, I have to get on my little soapbox there. (laughs) You wonder if insurance, if their premiums are higher for dogs that are predisposed to uh, luxating patella or any other kind of knee injuries. Yeah, it might be. you got to look at the fine print. Let's get them on the phone. Let's get an insurance company on the phone and ask them about that. Okay. Maybe next week. I also see that you've booked Beth O, or should I say Beth Stern? What does she like to be called? You know what? I don't know what she likes to be called. I think she's going by Beth, Beth. O. <laughs> of course, Howard Stern's wife, who is big into the animals, will be joining us in just a couple of weeks here she on will. Animal Radio. I wanted to mention, if you have a Yorkshire Terrier, a Shih Tzu, a Pug, or a Mini Schnauzer, I encourage you to pick up Dr. Debbie's ebook, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. Are you going to work on any other breeds here? Are we going to see any other breeds coming out? Uh, you know, I, I definitely want to, but everyone keeps telling me, you know, write on labs, but it was already done. So I'm looking for some other things, yeah. These are good books, and of course, you are a spectacular writer. You certainly don't need well, Animal you. Radio. We're blessed to have you. <laughs> and of course, we'll link to it from animalradio.com. Let's go to line four. We have Kathy for Alan. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's going on with your dog? Well, I was just wondering if I could get some tips on um, clicker training. We have a dog that we recently adopted about a month and a half ago, um, and we've had dogs my whole life that have never clicker trained, and this one I think could use it. So I was just wondering about your thoughts on that. Well, let's talk about clicker training. It's kind of cool that you called and asked that question. Um, Do you understand what positive reinforcement is, Kath? Okay. Well, that's what you do with clickers. You, you positive, positively reinforce the dog with a clicker. And the clicker's not the actual reward. The clicker tells the dog that he's doing something that you like. And the first thing you do when you get a clicker is you load it. And that means you click the dog, give your dog a little treat. Click the dog, give your dog a little treat. So that the dog learns very quickly that whenever he or she hears the clicker, he's going to get a treat. That's what that tells him. The next thing you do is you look for your dog to do behaviors that you like. And every time you catch your dog doing something that you like, 
you click and give the dog a treat and say the word. So in other words, if your dog just sat down on his own, was being all mellow and calm, you would click and go, good dog, sit, good dog, give him, give him a treat, just like that. So he would learn every time he sat that was a desired behavior and that he was going to get a treat. And that's how you use a clicker. Uh, you don't use it to stop the dog from doing stuff you don't like. You use it to get the dog to do stuff you do like. So in other words, if your dog is chewing something you don't like, you take that out of his mouth. You put something he does like in it. You know, you want him to chew in his mouth. Click it and say, good boy. You know, so you teach the dog what he's supposed to do and not what he's not supposed to do. And you click and timing is very important. So you have to click right when the dog's doing the behavior. So it's really cool to have a friend just uh, lead your dog around the house on a leash and observe. And whenever the dog does something cool that you like, like lays down or sits, click, give him a treat, good boy, and you move on. Are there certain breeds that it works better with, or is it pretty generic? Well, we talk about chows. You know, that's the one breed that nothing works on. And we were talking to a guy last week about <laughs> chow dogs. They're very hard to train. They're like cats. And they're going to do what they want to do. But mostly every other dog, it will work. It's just you got to be patient because especially young dogs are manic and crazy and kooky. And they're into everything. So it's real important that you don't go hog wild with the clicker because it will just confuse the dog. So you have to actually mellow and calm the dog out. And the best way to do that, again, is exercise. The best time to teach a dog good behavior is after exercise because the dog's exhausted and is mellow. And that's a great time to do a training exercise with your dog after your dog's tired. Well, thank you very much. It's very helpful. We're definitely going to start that right away. Yep. Just be patient and uh, be consistent. All Dream Team's here at your beck and call at 1-866-405-8405. Alan is back. I missed you, so I'm glad you came back. With, and uh, you oh, have something for you. me there, huh? I'm a, yes. Will this get Dr. Debbie excited? Now, you know, Debbie has a, a, a fixation with the macabre. It, it gets the hairs on her neck standing up. So, Dr. Debbie, as if you didn't need even more proof of the horrors of the deep, there's something called a zombie worm, and it feeds Ooh. off the bones of whales and other scavenged sea creatures. Wow. But this thing doesn't have a mouth. So, finally, researchers are trying to figure out how does this thing eat bones without a mouth? And they figured out it excretes an acid. And the acid allows the worms to break down and absorb the bone. The researchers explained this to me. But just the tip of the weirdness iceberg for these amazing worms. The females grow to three centimeters long, but the males never grow to even one-twentieth of a centimeter. And it seems like the males live on the females in a gelatinous-like tube, and they serve <laughs> no other purpose but to fertilize the females' eggs. Uh, they're oh, useless, wow. just like most males, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, that is absolutely true. How cool. Yes. That is really neat. Did you know some ribbon worms will eat themselves if they can't find food? Oh. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> that is just, I'm hungry. I can't find anything else to eat. I'm just going to no. eat myself. Hey, this finger looks good. Sounds like a regular Saturday night for me. That's all. <laughs> did that get, get you excited there, Dr. Debbie? You know, it did. And I have to say that, you know, I like the zombie tie-in. Because, you know, zombies are all the rage nowadays. Like, all the kids at work that work with me, you know, they're, they're all talking about, oh, the zombie movie, the zombie show. And it's uh, it's really kind of infectious. But, you know, did you hear about Hal and I's experiment? We found that termites eat wood twice as fast when they're listening to heavy metal. <laughs> I don't get experiment. that. Me and, me and Hal did that sorry. last Saturday night. I was wondering why you were borrowing my Metallica collection. <laughs> that just, I don't know what to do with that, Alan. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I got to go back to work. That didn't get her excited enough. You, you ended on your your weak point. I I don't know. You know. Did you know that a, a snail can sleep for three years and a shrimp's heart is in his head? You know what? I think you need to aim more for like genitalia kind of stuff. She loves that kind of stuff. Oh, let me let me go to my genitalia oh, on, section now. here. Did you know lions mate over fifty times a day? Sometimes. Holy moly! Wow, that's that right. Is impressive. Well, what else do they do? They eat, I guess, and then have sex. Well, that's so. why they're always laying around, and the and the female goes and hunts. <laughs> they're just tired. Heck yeah! I will look that up for next week. Strange genitalia facts. I will look that mm. up on the Google. Well, I'll not humans that. though. I, no, no human. I will counterpoint that with some interesting stories too. Then. Oh, <laughs> oh you have genitalia stories. I love those. <laughs> there, there you go. Oh boy, this is a different <laughs> show. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. In efforts to stop the deer overpopulation in New Jersey, Morris County researchers plan to try a new kind of birth control for deer. The deer will be injected with a hormone-releasing drug that should make them sterile for three to five years. If successful, the drug could be used around the state to curb a white-tailed deer population that presents a frequent road hazard to drivers. Some tips for avoiding a deer are learning to recognize high-risk situations, noticing deer crossing signs, and being careful while driving past wooded areas near lakes or streams. Deers are social animals, so if you see one, look out for others. They usually roam at night or early in the morning. Looking out for your safety and the safety of our dear friends. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hey everybody, this is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say you right now want to take wait. Give me the line again. My brain skipped. <laughs> Brett Michaels. I just had one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead. do that. Say don't that do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me, it's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal radio. Brett Michaels Animal Radio. You've got it. I knew the animal radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. You're listening to Animal Radio and take care of your pets. They will rock your world. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. heard about it yet the animal radio app is a free download you can ask your questions of the dream team as well as listen to old shows or current shows download it now for your iphone or android and it's brought to us by wall home pet products pet grooming can be easy it can be pain-free with wall's extensive line of grooming products which includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos i think we can all say pet owners and pet professionals prefer wall w-a-h-l pet.com to get started okay do we have dr ernie ward on the phone yes, is he do. finally here doc how you doing hey i'm great okay you've been up to some crazy stuff <laughs> I, I, I see a picture here of you sitting in a car for what 30 minutes to see how hot it gets and what it feels like in there yeah that's right you know as a, as a veterinarian we're always telling people about the dangers of leaving their pets in a parked car and uh, I wanted to see what it felt like firsthand so I did exactly as you described I just picked a typical summer's day in July Cracked all the windows a couple of inches. There was a nice breeze going, and I said, uh, let's see how hot it gets in here. How hot What is it outside? It, it was 94 degrees. 94 so, outside. Yeah, what? it's a hot summer's day, but, you know, typical for the southeast United States. Okay, so what uh, what happened? Did you pass out? Did you any good news? Any bad news? Anything exciting? What happened in that thirty minutes? Delusions? Well, I can tell you in one word, it sucked. It was a terrifying <laughs> experience. Uh, 
you know, what I found was quickly the temperatures begin to rise. In fact, if you watch the video, you'll see the car starts out at about 94 degrees, and within 5, 10 minutes, we're already cracking well above 100 degrees. And within 15 minutes, we're already, you know, 110, 115, which is going to be life-threatening for most pets. And, of course, you'll see I just begin to perspire profusely, which is how we humans try to cool off. But our pet friends can't do that. They've got fur coats. Maybe they've put on a few extra pounds. Maybe they're heavy. Maybe they've got pre-existing kidney or heart problems. All of those things add up to a real disaster if they're left in a hot car, even for a few minutes. You know, i got to say, you could have just put the thermometer in the car and watched from the outside. Yeah, but that's missing the point. The point was to experience the feelings, the helplessness, the terrifying sensation of being you know, alone in a car and, and you can't do anything about it. And I think that... I, I think that's why, you know, the video has gotten 500,000 views or whatever in four days because people relate to that. They, I think it's the emotions and watching me. I mean, I've become visibly, you know, more and more, it's suffering. Is there any point really during the video that we think, oh, maybe you're not going to make it? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm an adult. I can open the door, you know. But uh, I think what people realize is that, you know, if you leave yourself or, you know, or your pet in a car, you can be in real danger. And let's not forget, today, this year in the U.S., 13 children have died as a result of being left in hot cars. We have no idea how many dogs and cats. Just this past week alone, three children died in Canada. And this yep. is an, an awful way to die. Now, did anybody try to break the window to save you? <laughs> it was interesting. You know, we had lots of passers-by that would say, oh, my gosh, you know, because I had my children outside. They were filming some of the exterior shots. Here when you can see, like, <laughs> oh, my God. And they were like, you know, what, is he okay? Now, but here's the irony. We don't think twice about leaving our pet in the car as we go inside to grab something quickly from the store, but yet people were concerned when they saw a man in a car on a sidewalk on a hot day. Well, you know, and I gotta say, Doc, you know, the, the, what I think you did was crazy, absolutely insane. But in my practice, just yesterday, I had someone who came in with one dog, left two dogs in the car. It's 110 in Las Vegas. Oh, man. And they left the car running, and they said, oh, he's fine, they're fine, they're outside. And I said, you oh. know what? Out here in the summer, you're gonna have some police officers, you're gonna have a person come with a sledgehammer and bust into your car, even if that air conditioning's on. So just don't even put your pet in that situation. Yeah, yeah, there's so many dangers to leaving a pet and a parked running car that, I mean, that's a whole other show altogether. <laughs> but the reality is there's simply no reason to take your pets along with you this time of year unless it's an emergency, unless you're taking them to the veterinarian or to the groomer or someplace they need to go. Leave them at home. Well, you know, a lot of people say, well, the car's in the shade, but that sun moves and that shade doesn't always stay there. Yeah, and, and again, I think what, what the video clearly shows is that despite this being a breezy day, despite all the windows being down a couple of inches, it's still going to quickly escalate in, in temperature inside that car. So I don't think there's any valid excuse. You know, as a veterinarian in the southeast, you know, growing up in southwest uh, Georgia, I mean, I've seen innumerable cases of heat stre- you know, stroke and, and stress. And, and I, I'll tell you, it's just it's one of those risks that why do it, you know, why, why do it? Okay, yep. well, yep. yeah. I'm sorry, Alan, did you? I, I, I certainly love the giant thermometer. I, I, I like that, them. too. I'm going to wear one of those around my neck, like Flavor Flav yes. with the clock. I'm going to have a th- thermometer. You and I think alike, buddy. This is, You know, we make, we make fun, and we're, we're poking fun at you, but it really is a very serious subject. Please do yes. not leave your animals in the car when you, just even if it's for a second. I've seen people that say, I'm going to leave it in just for a second. They run in, they realize they locked the 
themselves out of the car and the dog in yeah. there. Oh. Didn't you have to deal with that once? Well, yeah, I had. Oh, a- listen, I, I attribute a lot of the success of the video because I think secretly there are hundreds of thousands or millions of people that would like to see their vet locked in a hot car. So maybe that's why it took off virally. I don't know, but the reality is, if if I can do this, people make fun, whatever. We're getting out a serious message. It, if it makes one person think twice before taking their pet on a, in the car on a hot day, hey, I've done my job. What's the next video? <laughs> well, I can tell you it involves uh, it involves surfaces. So we've got uh, we've got one that's going to be coming out here in another week. Hot pavement. Ooh. Maybe. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's not talking. Got a really spoiler there, Judy. Yep. <laughs> Dr. Ernie Ward, we appreciate you spending time with us and sacrificing your life to bring out such an important message. Thanks. On that note, I think we should exit. Thanks for listening today. Remember to join us over at AnimalRadio.com and, of course, download the Animal Radio app. You will never miss Animal Radio. Say, let's say, uh, whatever station uh, that you normally listen on isn't airing it because of, you know, the local softball game or whatever. You can hear Animal Radio whenever you want, wherever you want by downloading the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android, as well as ask your questions of the Dream Team. So That's the way to go. There's really no reason to be following any kind of radio schedule. Yeah. It's a free download. Do it now. We'll catch you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Take care. Finally over. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend. Oh, man. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.